Hi, everybody, and welcome to A Trophy Life, the official podcast of the Naismith Awards in Atlanta. I'm your host, Bob Rathbun, bidding you welcome to our show this week and a great conversation coming up for you with head coach Bruce Pearl of the Auburn Tigers. His ball club now number two in the country, and they will have the college basketball spotlight shining on them and their program on Saturday when Auburn takes on Kentucky. That will be on CBS. But before the Tigers tangle with the Cats, it is going to be a matchup with their arch rivals Georgia on Wednesday before the Kentucky game on Saturday. Auburn began the preseason number 22, and have risen to number two in the polls. They've lost but one game this year. That was in double overtime to UConn in the Bahamas. We'll talk with Coach Pearl about his team, the great season they're having, all coming up in a moment. And if you want to follow Coach Pearl, you can do so on Twitter at Coach Bruce Pearl and follow the program at Auburn MBB for men's basketball, at Auburn MBB to follow. We'll also talk with Bruce about his Jersey Wikes Naismith watch list member, the six foot ten freshman Jabari Smith. That's all coming up with Coach in just a moment. Our Jersey Mike's news and notes. We want to highlight some other big games around the country this weekend. On Thursday, in the Big Ten, it's Purdue at Indiana. That's on FS1 at 7 Eastern Time. Huge game in the West Coast Conference. San Francisco, very underrated team, I think, out west. They've been percolating under the top 25 most of the year. They go on the road to take on number one Gonzaga. And for those of us here in the East, that will be a little bit of a late one at 11 o'clock Eastern time on CBS Sports Network. On Friday in the Big Ten, it's number 14, Michigan State, at number 8, Wisconsin. And in the SEC on Saturday, 6 o'clock at Thompson Bowling, LSU, and Tennessee. The Tigers won the first meeting in Baton Rouge, but keep in mind the Volunteers are 9-0 in Knoxville this season. In women's basketball, what a huge couple of days for Oregon. First, last weekend, they upset number 7 Arizona 68-66 and followed that up with a big win Monday night over UConn 72-59. Several games in the women's top 20 were blowouts. Number 4 NC State beat Duke by 24. Number 5 Tennessee beat Kentucky by 26. And number 11 Michigan won by 20 at number 8 Maryland. In the ACC, Miami upset Georgia Tech and Coral Gables last weekend. Number 20, Notre Dame, beat number 21, North Carolina, by five. And the big game coming up in women's basketball will be in the ACC on Thursday night as number three, Louisville, goes to number four, NC State. The cards come in having won 15 in a row. NC State is 16-2. and two. This is the only time they'll meet in the regular season. You can catch the action on ESPN at 7.30. That's on Thursday night of this week. When we return, Coach Bruce Pearl of the number two ranked Auburn Tigers. But first, this from Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's would like to dedicate the next three seconds to our new grilled portobello mushroom and Swiss sub. Trust us, it tastes good too, because fresh ingredients make a sub above. We are so excited to have the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, Bruce Pearl, with us this week on the Naismith A Trophy Life podcast. Bruce, I know you're doing great because you're number two in the country and you got a big week of basketball ahead, but congratulations on the great start, and it seems like the best is yet to come. Well, thanks, Bob. Yeah, I like this team. Um, <clears throat> we've uh, got a lot of new pieces that work really hard, you know, to come together and, and to buy in. You know, and our, our, our theme has sort of been two things. One, let's just keep doing the things that God w- will bless, 
and about how we train and how we work and how we treat each other. And then the second thing is, you know, let's just keep getting better and every night see if we're good enough that night to win. One of the big reasons why we wanted to have you on is to talk about one of your players on our Jersey Mike's Naismith Trophy watch list, and that, of course, is Jabari Smith, who is really fit in so nicely. That's one of the things I love so much about your team is how you've got such a group of not only talented players, but you you bring in a guy like this, and he just seamlessly fits right in. You've got to be proud of him. I'm really proud of Jabari, and I think that's one of the things that has really made our team uh, successful so far. When you got a, a great player that you know that wanted to go to college, he wanted to go to college for a year because he wanted to do a couple of things. One, he, he knew he needed to get better. He knew he needed to get a little bigger, um, and he wanted to have that college experience and, 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 and play for a championship. And all he's done is come in and just be a great teammate and be our hardest worker. He's not worried about you know anything else other than that. And, and as a result, he makes plays and he does things on the basketball court that affect winning. He does things off the court um, with his teammates that affect winning. And as a result, he's putting no pressure on himself as far as where he get drafted or what happens next year. He knows what the future holds. His future is bright. And it's a great example of, of how you come in and make a difference. How much weight's he put on, Bruce? About 25 pounds. Um, and, uh, you know, our, my strength coach, Damon Davis, is as good as it gets. You know, Auburn is still always going to be a program, Bob, that, that focuses on player development. We, we, you know, we have had – he is the – second McDonald's All-American that I've ever had here at Auburn. I had Sharif Cooper last year for 12 games, and now I've had Jabari. But the rest of the guys, you know, the Jared Harpers and the Bryce Browns, the Chumo Kikas and the Isaac Coros, uh, JT Thors, those guys there were all, you know, you know, not McDonald's All-Americans, not, you know, top 25 kids. They were, they were kids ranked 50 and, between 50 and 150, but they came here, they developed, and they won championships. Based on what you saw as a high school player here in Metro Atlanta to where he is today, how has his game improved? Well, you know, he is the hardest working on the team. Um, and and he had great high school coaching. He had great AAU coaching with the Atlanta Celtics. Um, his family has done a phenomenal job surrounding him with really, really good people and really good teachers. Um, you know, he came in as a great jump shooter. There's no question about that. But he's really improved his catch and stick and rip game to be able to get downhill to get to the foul line, um, doing a better job of scoring through people's chest with his back to the basket rather than settling for turnaround jump shots. And and defensively, he's just bought in. And so he is. I'm able to let him guard one through five, which I know is very exciting for the folks at the next level that he could step out and switch out on guards and keep guards in front of him and gets down the stance. He's got. His athleticism and his speed and his quickness have, have have grown as he's gotten older. And Bob, listen, he is still 18. He doesn't turn 19 till May. Wow, wow. You know, you've been at this, Bruce, a long time, uh, and this award has been around a long time. When you hear the term, you know, this guy's a, a Naismith Trophy candidate. What does that award mean to you as a head coach? Well, you know, for me, I'll just say this, Bob. Um, I've always, when it came time to voting for the player of the uh, player of the year in a league, uh, the MVP, the player of the year, I try to vote for the best player on the best team. Um, I just, I've always done that. Um, and you could have a guy on a team that's somewhere in the middle of the league or the upper half of the league, and he's putting up great numbers, and people may determine that he was the best player in the league because of his individual ability. And I like to combine 
you know, whenever I can on who's the best player on the best team. And so for me, you know, right now, Auburn, where we sit right now, you know, we're one of the best teams in the country, and Jabari Smith is our best player. And so, therefore, he's very, very, very deserving of that nomination. You know, we also give out a Defensive Player of the Year award, and wait, I think Walker Kessler just blocked another shot. Well, <laughs> if you want to take the ball uh, the ball close to the basket, you're going to get it blocked, I can tell you that. Uh, Walker Kessler, another great story about a Georgia boy that um, – that really, again, has been one of those kids. Everybody thinks, well, he's seven feet tall. Jabari's six ten. He's bled. let me tell you something. These kids work so hard. They're so disciplined. They've made such sacrifices to train and 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 develop their games. And it's so interesting to see Walker, who you know is stereotypically right. We know what he is as a seven footer and the things that would be you know big and slow and what. This is an athlete. This kid is fast. This kid can move. This kid can jump. He's great in the air, offensively and defensively. He, and more than anything, you know, I could switch him out also and let him guard guard. I have more, I got more confidence in him guarding a guard at the three point line because he's going to challenge that three point line shot. And when if you put the ball down the floor, he'll meet you at the rim. And good luck scoring over him. So it's been a great, great evolution of a guy that at one point thought he was a defensive liability because he because he didn't think he was quick enough or fast enough or, you know, they just let him sit in the middle of a 2-3 zone and put his hands up, to now all of a sudden he's impacting ball screens. He's switching off, and he's and he's protecting the rim. Bruce, I know that, that you're a huge basketball fan, in addition to, of course, coaching one of the great teams in the country. But I was just thinking about this the other day as we were going over some of the candidates and, and some of the best players in the country. We seem to be sitting at a time this year where we have just a wealth of star players in college basketball, uh, whether it's SEC, Big Ten, you go around the country and man, there are just some great players. And I don't know whether that's you know the extra year and six-year seniors and blah blah blah, but whatever the case, we've got a lot of great players today in college basketball. We, we do, Bob, and I think one of the reasons I think, that, and it doesn't get nearly enough credit, is is just how good the AAU basketball is and just how good the coaching is and the training is at all levels, high school levels, good high school players will actually, and their families will invest in trainers. Um, you know, if you've got a, a child that's a, a good musician, doesn't that child go get private music lessons from some sort of a, you know, somebody that knows what they're doing? Of course they do. But that's sort of what's happened right now in, in, in basketball. And, and 20 years ago, there were a handful of great players and a handful of great AAU teams and high school teams. Okay, now there are dozens and dozens and dozens. And so all those great players on those teams, there are, there are so many more teams. And then on each team, there are guys like a John ja Morant, you know, who, you know who, who was on a team and you never even noticed him, um, that all of a sudden grows and develops. More teams, better coaching and, and, and so much more to choose from. You got a big week. I know you can't overlook Georgia, but Kentucky's sitting there this weekend. I mean, this is what it's all about. Everybody at Auburn is excited about the games coming up. Yeah, we're, we won't look past Georgia. I can tell you that right now. I mean, Georgia has got, you know, four losses in the league. Um, their first loss was at home to Texas A&M where they came back from being down 17 at A&M and had to knock a shot down to beat them. Uh, this team, this Georgia team, was down just three at Kentucky. Um, you know, this team uh, had a lead at Mississippi State. 
Uh, they were up 12 over Vanderbilt. I mean, they're going to compete. They're going to play hard. And and obviously, the, you know, the rivalry between Alabama and Georgia matters. So, um, you know, this is a classic trap game between, you know, being on the road last week and winning two games on the road at Alabama, at Ole Miss, you know, two really tough places to play. Kentucky on Saturday, clearly we've got to get excited about playing Georgia on Wednesday. Well, we're excited about your team, and we uh, thank you so much, Bruce, for taking time. And we're going to see you in New Orleans one way or the other, but I have a feeling your, your team is going to be there too. <laughs> well, your lips to God's ears, Bob. It's great to be with you, and it's great to be talking about a couple of Georgia boys uh, that have done well. We've had some great ones here, and uh, you know we're, we're, we're blessed that the basketball in the state of Georgia is so, so good. And and uh, Auburn's been a great beneficiary of that. You just got to worry about Governor Kemp throwing up the uh, border. Uh, you know, he's got to say, you know, you got to stop it. You going down eighty five? You got to stop at the border. Hey Bob, if we can't figure out our southern border, uh, we, I ain't worrying about. I, I'm not worried about the Georgia Alabama border. <laughs> Bruce, all the best, and thank you so much for taking time. Thank you so much. Take care. Hey, that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for following us on our podcast. These shows are available to you wherever you download your podcast. You can get them on Apple, Spotify, wherever you go for your podcast. We have weekly content for you, great guests, a lot of basketball information. Make sure you follow Coach Pearl, follow Auburn, and follow us at Naismith Trophy on Instagram and Twitter. Keep up with the latest. And that is the latest for this week. Until we meet you again, this is Bob Rampton from Atlanta, from all of us at the Naismith Awards. So long.